Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and welcome to episode 98. Woohoo! Wow. I know. And I've got my first guest with me, Mike DiMatteo. He was my very first guest on the show. It was the what did I call it? I always call it the maiden voyage. 98 episodes? Yes. Wow. I know. I had no idea. You I did really, it? No. I I'm thought shocked. I told you. Well, you know, you said it, the first show, but you, no. I didn't hear episodes. Yeah. And so that when you said that, it, like a lot of stuff went through my brain. I know. I know. A we're going to, we're going to talk about that. For sure. Yeah. Um, so today is also episode 98. So 98 two years running. I've learned so much. We're going to get into all of that today. This is going to be like a year in review. What have we learned? And we want to share our knowledge with you, what we've learned also. Where you were. Where I was. episodes ago. I know. I know. And you're That's gonna, a lot of episodes. Thank you. Okay. Mike's going to give me some compliments <laughs> because I don't. All right. Let me, let's just go on to some, let me just welcome everybody. Okay. Right. So welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am very happy that you're joining me today for episode 98. And um, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe um, on Apple, on every podcast you go to, please rate, review, leave a message. I guess that's the review part. Leave a message. Five stars. I have a five-star rating too. That's good. Right. I have a five-star rating. I'm wearing pink to match my sign, even though I sort of changed it to orange. Um, You could also find the show on YouTube, which is really cool because um, if you want to see what me, what I look like, my guests look like, um, and you want to see us interact, you can go to YouTube at Jody Harrison Bauer. Um, so every any place you want to find me is at Jody Harrison Bauer. So I look forward to hearing from you. And if you are here with us for the very first time, what Fearlessly Authentic is about is about educating you and then empowering you with that knowledge, entertaining you a little bit. I hope I am a little entertaining. <laughs> um And then inspiring you to go live that fearlessly authentic life, because I believe that we're here for a short period of time and we want to enjoy our life. Like, why should life be hard? Mike and I were talking about that. (laughs) Why does life have to be so frigging hard sometimes? And so if we're here, why not live it without fear as much as we can and living in our truth, which is our authentic selves. And as one of my guests, David Meltzer brought up that vibrating at your highest frequency is your truth. So that's what this show is about. And I talk about relationships, dating, sex, hormones, business, money. My favorite subjects are sex and relationships, like relationships and sex, how to date, how to flirt, And part of that, and that's where the hormones come in, because when you (laughs) get to be a certain age and you don't have to be as old as me to understand that 
is that if those hormones are messed up, they kind of fuck up everything else in your life, your relationships with everybody else, even at work. So um, on with the show. Welcome. Welcome again, Mike Tomatio, my good friend for so many years. How many years, years has it been? What year are we in? 2022 2022 it's probably been a 10 since 11? i opened up my studio i think since 2010 so that's 12 12 years we've gone through a lot together wow i was 30 you were 30 you weren't married <laughs> you had just moved back from la yeah right 30 years old 30 years old man i was cranked in sixth gear yeah in a different sixth gear than i am of that 30 year old rev the tires than than the 42 year old rev the tires. Wait. Oh, okay. Make sure you talk into oh, the microphone. I'm not <laughs> wow, for once I'm not loud enough. Oh, you, no, you're not loud enough. Okay. Oh my God. Um, thank you, our sound person here. Um, so yeah, I was so what am I 61? So I was 49. Wow. Would that be 49? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think, so. I think that's 49. So that's when we met. Yeah. Just as I was opening up the studio and you were, we were filming a lot of things. Right. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is, is like for you to let the listeners know a little bit, because people know about me and this isn't about me, but just, well, this one, we need to, this one's a little bit, episodes. it's a right. 90, 98 episodes. Give me some props. You did already. Thank you. I don't need a lot of props, but I just need, a little bit. So well, go 98 ahead. episodes. I'm going to take it. And, and when I first met you, uh, you were hustling, you were going after things. But then as the years went on, it kind of seemed like you were going in all sorts of different directions. And because we were doing videos mm -hmm. and stuff like that, trying to get your content game up, it was like, I, I always felt there was this thing where it was like, Jody, stop listening to other people. Mm. Maybe don't even listen to me, but listen to yourself because you are so determined. Like you knew what you were doing, right. but, but you let all these other things get in your head and your way. And I think it impeded progress. Mm. Fast forward now after that to, to when you started this show, yeah. you see now what the deal is and why you don't listen to anybody else or you listen to them, but you take into consideration their viewpoints rather than kind of go in the, cause you end up ping pong balling all around. But if you're talking about like 98 episodes, mm. that is one thing we were talking about before, but it's, it's that consistency and the discipline, right? So yeah. two things, the C and the D right. Consistency and discipline. And that, I mean, you know, from, from somebody like me, who, who can, can be all over the place too. I, yes. I think like I take into consideration knowing that's 98 now, like that's, that's a feat. That means like, I don't know if I've done 98 things <laughs> consistently ever. No, that life. means a lot to me because even I was telling my daughters, I'm like, oh my God, it's two years. And I can't believe I've done 98 episodes. And I was asking my sister, I was hoping that I had a hundred. I thought I was hoping that today would be a hundred, um, but it wasn't, it's 98. Um, and it comes down to what we were saying we were going to talk about, but I know we're going to move on to a lot of other things is determination that once number one, discipline, discipline. Yeah. And then absolutely. determination and then trying to stay away from those distractions. So I was that person that asked a lot of people what they thought, what they thought, what they thought, right. because I was throwing a lot of, a lot of spaghetti against the wall to see what would stick 
and we were creating content and doing things like that. Is it that what people want from me is my content? But what if, is it? If I felt impeded by that, because I was like, God, I can never get Jody facing in one direction, take mm -hmm. this train and just barrel through all right. the walls there. But here we are 12 years later and I still have the friggin', not friggin', but I still have my studio. Like that's right. been a consistent right. thing too. So now you can say, wow, Jody's really consistent. Right. But, but right. But see, there, there it was, it was the right. studio that leads to everything else. Yes. And if, and, and maybe sooner, if we did the content more structured and going after that rather than these other things, but, but also we're still doing that. It's just, it's a time. There's a time that's right for everything. If you can figure it out. And if you can have relationships that stay together for that long and we're friends. So it's not just like, I knew how to separate business mm -hmm. and friendship. And it right. was like, okay, well then Jody needs to go in her direction and listen to this person or listen to that person. Cause that's what she wants you now. Did. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of falling on deaf ears as, as in a business sense. Right. Yeah. Or, or in a, in a, you know, let, let's develop this content. Let's develop a podcast. Let's develop a radio show. Right. But now I think you get more of where my frustrations may have been mm -hmm. and at, at your stage in your life and your career, trying to figure out how to, how to get rid of all those distractions and get, take what you need from certain people yes. that have experience, but also learn how to decipher where their crap is and, and not let that impede your progress. And if there's a wall in front of you, just barrel through, like knock it down. I think, I think. I agree with you 100%. I think what it comes down to for so many of us, well, at least for me, because you have a lot of confidence, is that I was married for 17 years and I was coming out of a divorce, 42 years old. And I'm like, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. So that's obviously not something you could relate to. First of all, you're a man. You were 20 years apart. How old are you? Right now, 42. Okay. So we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're 20, 21 years apart. So being a man, being a woman, divorced with children and so on and so forth, I had this hurry up feeling. And so I'm like, I got to accomplish this because I don't know what I'm going to look like at 45, at 50, at 55, right. at 60. And I've been, I've been lucky that I've been knock on wood healthy and that I've maintained yeah. like my preserved myself well yeah. <laughs> i mean it's a good way to put it that's that's think, all what we're trying to do right we're trying to serve ourselves the right best i'm not trying to right i'm trying not to look like i don't need to look like what i look like at 42 i'm just trying to stay well preserved cognitively <laughs> physically mentally preserved. right it, it, preserved it, it well totally makes sense and so um you know, that's what I think a lot of people that are in their 40s struggle with. So now that you are where I was 20 years ago, right before we met each other, was that what have I accomplished? Mm. What do I do well at this point in my life when I'm in my 40s? What is it that I stand for? What is it that I want to accomplish? What is it that I've accomplished? What do I need to be more consistent with? So going back, to, we're going to go, we're going to answer all those questions. But going back to the consistency, I did not know when I started doing the show on Voice America live and had to take two shots of tequila <laughs> with you right next to me, because before the show started, it was Aaron who was there. And I go, I that feel like correct. I'm going to vomit. And you said, go take a shot. I go, what are you talking about? And you said, go take a shot. I'm like, of tequila? You're like, yeah, whatever you want to take, go take a shot. And I did. And I'm like, I'm still nervous. You said, go take another shot. 
So I did. Um, but that was just my way of calming nerves. People have all their different ways. And now I don't, now I don't take no, anything. I, I mean, it's, but it's that whole, but if you told me two years ago that this was a consistent, slow game, I would have said I didn't have the patience for it. However, I have thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this process. No, it has been amazing. Because we were sitting downstairs chatting it up mm-hmm. and I kept looking at my watch being like, all right, when's Jody going to freak out? Because, <laughs> you know, it was oh, like- it's 3.53 and you just, I mean, it was so effortless to get on where I'm, I'm the audio professional for, you know, two decades now. And I'm, you know, my, my, my mic arm is screwed up because I tried to fix something right. and, and you're the one being like relatively calm. And I, I so different. From yeah, it's two years so ago. different. And, and you can tell that. I think that's what people don't get about taking on something new. And, and we'll use your situation for an example. And especially with podcasting and video, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's so prevalent now. Yes. People think this is easy. I and agree. people think you can go order the mics and all that stuff. And voila, bada, bada, boom, you got a podcast, you got a radio show, you got a video piece. Right. And it's not, it's the same as everything else. It takes time to get good. Yes, some people have natural talent, but it takes time to get good. It takes time to get used to it, consistent, the discipline, discipline. and feel comfortable in order to get your message out to everybody and do it in a way where people are going to take time out of their busy ass days. Well, it's cra- and listen to you. Right, and crafting your message. And all I knew was that after Sports Illustrated, I realized that I had a voice on a global level. Right. And that. I was going to use that voice to impact women. But it couldn't suck. And that's where the consistency and it the discipline suck. and the development comes into. Right. So you I was can't just get in front of this. No, no. And boom. No. And it so happened. many people started podcasts during quarantine. Right. And I say bravo, but I also say to the people that have been having them for a long time, who's the last man standing? Like I want to be, I've always, when I competed on the shows, I want to be that girl, the last woman standing on the stage when I'm competing in my Latin dancing, I want to be that last woman getting that. But why? Because really it's essentially, you're always the last one standing because essentially it's about you, right? It's about what's inside you. And see, this, oh, this is, is where Mike's getting deep on me. Well, because this is where I, I, I think I lay as a person, like mm-hmm. I don't really give two shits shits about what anybody else thinks of what I do or how I do it. But, but I want to do it. So it affects me. And I know it's good. But what I want Even to if three out. people listen to it. If I know it's good, I don't really care. But what I want to challenge you on is pride. We did not talk about that before the show. We did not get into pride. So you, I don't need the accolades, but we talked about what does success mean? Right. So when somebody says to me, like you, like you're supposed to say to me right now, good show, Jody. I'm in the top 10% for listeners globally. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I am. Good. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. But but what, hold on a sec. If you weren't in the if you weren't in the top 10% globally, you didn't, you're not making my cry me cry. I just would it matter? Me. No. Okay. Because you've point. just had how many shows? 98. Right. And you've consistently done this. And this to me has been a big feat for you Mm. to develop that consistency. You've done all the tech stuff pretty much by yourself after I help you a little bit set up, right? 
You've done all the producing for the most part, right? On the other end, you have some people. Right, right. But but a lot of this has been done by you. Right. And I'm so, I'm the one going out and finding the guests. I'm the one creating the relationship right. with the guests. So I'm if the nobody one, listened right. or the, the numbers were not whatever you just quoted, right. right? Would it matter? Well, it would make me feel sad that this huge effort and time, because time and effort matter, that time that I put into it to have a show that sucked. So, but, but well, no, 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 no. it the might pride. not suck. It just might not be being listened to. See, I look at that and I go, okay, I've developed this consistency, but what's next? How do I get those people to listen? If I've got something that's good, it's just like a band back in the day when any of these big popular bands started out, right? Yeah. They were playing to five, 10 people. Right. Right. The Green Day, perfect example. They were playing in dumpy little punk clubs. Right. And they played Gilman Street and there was more people. Now they're stadium rock and roll people. So the question is, is how much consistency, how much discipline do you have to make yourself good at it? And then how much ball busting face punches can you take to figure out how to get to that next step? So I'm just saying that I think no matter what the stats were, the stats are like the extra 15%, but that 85%, you're in, you're all in. And you say, what's my next step? Because you've developed the consistency now. You're like, I've done a hundred episodes, right? Two more, you've done a hundred episodes. Now what's next? How do I push this to more people? Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. For me, I guess, you know, that's why I brought up the pride. For me, I take a lot of pride in what I put out there into the world. I took a lot of pride in giving birth to my children, putting them out there in the world, um, my studio, my relationships with friends. So I do take a lot of pride. So if something felt flat, I I see your point. I guess I would, because I'm such a determined mother effer, you know, I am so determined that I would work really hard to make that out. See, pride scares me because pride. Ego. Right. Right, right, right. So, but what you just said is I'm tough as nails and I'm going to the next step. Yeah. But you can't get to the next step before you've taken the first step. And I think more of us, when we're all trying to get into like, what's that next thing that we want to do in our lives, our career? We really, we know what the end goal is because we name it, but, but we focus on it too much. So we're looking so far down the road that that's in focus, but what happens to everything else in front of you? It's out of focus. Yeah. We were talking about that. Um, So when you, I, I look at it as like a camera lens, like, like mm -hmm. a nice interview. That's, that's the, 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 the background is out of, out of focus, right? Mm-hmm. The depth of field is shallow, but you can see things in the background, right? Right. But it's you like, see the subjects. So it's like, like the forest through the trees. That's the, right. you know, it's the same kind of metaphor, but I, I, I get used to, to looking at it because I'm usually looking behind, you know, from the camera's lens. Right. But, you know, I see things out there. And when I get out closer, those things will become more in focus. But if I'm focused on what's here, I'm just staring at this microphone and I'm not seeing all this. Right. And so that's it, where I think we get very myopic mm-hmm. in, in our chase. But so it's the opposite. So we go, oh, we want to lose weight or, oh, we want to get stronger. And it's like, we look at it down there and it's like, well, where are you looking at it from? The couch. How am I going to get any stronger? I mean, I need to do it myself. Like I'm sitting down on the couch right. thinking I got to get stronger, only going to the gym once a week. Am I nuts? Right. It's not going to happen. Well, I got to get off my ass. Let's you not do. worry about getting stronger. Let me just worry about getting up. Right. So I think you and I, one of the reasons we get along so well and what we want the listeners to understand also, we're not sitting here on a pedestal telling you how we think you should do it. It's just we want to share what we've gone through. And I think 
you know, our life experiences and what we've done and how we've gotten certain to certain places in our life is that, you know, you can't say I like I want to be a host on a national TV show. So anybody who's listening right now, I want to be a host on a national TV show. Just said it. My daughter told me that I'm not making it obvious. Oh, I just made it obvious. That's very okay. So I want to be. So that's like a big goal of mine. That's that big goal over there. So how do I get there? You, you're, oh, I better start getting me on a freaking microphone. Right, 98 episodes will will practice to you to get there. And talking to people, right. right. So with that, that's the determination. Because you can't that's go on the, the big network and fall flat on your face. Right. I learned that real quick when I was on a little radio station in college. Oh, I didn't know Doing that. news. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I got an internship. I didn't want to get an internship getting coffee for somebody. Uh-huh. So my professor said, you're being an a-hole. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then he called me back three weeks later. Three weeks in the semester, he said, I got your internship. You're going to go work at this radio station mm-hmm. and they're going to put you on air. And you're also going to mix this other show. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I like the idea. Yes. Yeah. I go to the radio station. They give me a couple of things. A week or two go by and they go, you're doing the news today. Oh. I went on. And it was awful. Was it? I got some stories out. <laughs> I felt flat on my face. It was awful. <gasps> I go back. The teacher's like, I heard, I said, I don't even want to hear it. I said, I said, you're right. I got it. I, I understand you're right. But I also knew that getting coffee for somebody wasn't going to teach me that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's all the life lessons. There are so many life lessons that you've gone through in all the years that I've known you. You've gotten married. You have a baby now. You've changed the way you run your business. It's yes. completely different. You're actually sort of like managing people now under you because you realize <laughs> you can't do everything yourself. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, so yes, I see, and I knew that about you. Right. See? I knew that about you that I you're like you. <laughs> right. So you know, with all of these life experiences, and look, you know, you could. Ex- experience these things in your 20s. You don't have to be 40 or 60 or 50, but it definitely, if I could leave my listeners, if this was my last show and it's not because I'm doing a thousand. (laughs) But that's an interesting. If this was my last show, I, I would tell you that if something is really important to you, put the blinders on and figure out a plan how to get there. It's the same way I talk to everybody about losing weight, gaining muscle, whatever the goal is. And that's what I did. I put a plan together. And you take the first and step. You, and you also take the risks. Oh, you, you also have risks. to take the risks. I mean, it's all because this wouldn't have happened if I didn't do Sports Illustrated and right. didn't get global attention. Because then that allowed me to realize that I had that voice on a global level to be on Good Morning America and do all those things that I knew I could do. So it's it's all about like taking the risks, believing. I know this sounds so corny. I don't want to say taking the risk, believing in yourself, all of those things that you hear everybody say, because I don't want them falling on deaf ears. But really, you know, get really serious with yourself and figure out what it is that you want to accomplish and take the risks and set the goals. And if you can't figure it out, we were talking about basketball coaches and mentors oh, and like, so on, like find somebody who could help you get there. Take the little steps. Does that steps. sound totally corny? No, a little bit. but see, my problem is, is the little steps. Like I took, I take the little step to go to the gym once a week and then I get busy on Fridays and I don't go. Mm. And then I try and do the stretches I need to do every morning. And, and because of my current situation, that yeah. becomes a problem, but it's just 
bullcrap excuses by me. That's hard, right? I know. Yeah, I don't. Just, but, I, but I know that. See, so like be self-aware enough to call yourself out. Now, maybe I don't go do those stretches today. Maybe I don't do it tomorrow. But I know that like the, the guy I trained with, I said, can you give me five exercises? Mm-hmm. He's like, I said, call it the idiot five. Yeah. And he's like, I like that. The idiot five. He's like, yeah, because I'm an idiot when it comes to that. Right. Like, I just need five consistent things to do. But that you can I, do alone. But I got to go do them. Right. And like, so I guess that I, I know, I know when I'm either feeding myself bull mm. or when I'm not doing what I should do. Okay. So wait, that's a really good point because we were going to talk about five different things, deter- discipline, determination, distractions, confidence, and courage. Right. I know those are a lot of things. So when we make a promise to ourselves, like you said to your trainer, um, give me three things, five things, five idiot things. proof yeah. that I can do on my own. And when you don't do them, you don't keep that promise to yourself, then you lose a little bit of confidence, right? In the fact that you are going to keep that promise to yourself. Because when we keep the promises to ourselves, like me doing these shows every single week, we build our confidence. My biggest thing with that is the consistency. Right. Is I, I use consistency as an excuse because I never had it back in the day because I never needed it. Why? Well, because when I was working in television, Everything was reactive. Yeah, because it was like, hey, there's a show coming up for a month. Want to go to wherever? Or Super Nanny, we're going out on the road for four months. So you didn't have to plan it out. Right, I didn't have to plan it out. And I had no responsibilities. So I just jump in, grab my bags. Now on there, I, you know, I obviously had professional things I had to keep up, which has never actually been a problem. No, never a problem. But developing what I've learned now and, and the next step, I think, in my career is the developing the consistency on the how do I manage my business better and make it easier? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have that drive and I don't have the time to, to, to be an idiot when I'm doing things and right. not doing it in a smart way. Like I just bought a $4,300 hard drive mm-hmm. that acts as a server. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need like six hours to figure out how I set that up. But I got to make that time because that's going to make everything I do in the video world easier. Right, so that's going to make so much sense. Right. But you have to put in the time to do it. Right. right? And now and it's, you have it's to busy time because the college, graduation I'm doing and a lot of videos. Like that. But I need to, as soon as next weekend hits, no, wait, this weekend. And then next week. Yeah. As soon, after Memorial Day, I have to do it. All right. So, but like, so that's the consistency. So do you think that your downfall is your lack of consistency in what you do? Like if I don't know if it's lack of consistency, it's developing the consistency now and developing the business practices, which in my case happen to be, how do I get other people to help me if I need to drive a hard drive to their house? And then when they do work on it, drop that on another hard drive. Like I need to develop those kinds of things. Okay. So when I just need help, I call up this guy and I say, all right, go on the server, log on, find this project, edit it and tell me when you've got a rough cut. These guys, these Everybody at Voice America is like, yep, I totally get what you're talking about, right, guys? <laughs> and, and, well, they know, right? Because right. they have this established. Exactly. And it's funny when I call myself the right, establishment productions, it's like, I have to establish those things. And I and I, I know that. Right. I've never had a website. Right. 22 years in the That's game because I've never needed one. Well, I think we've got 30 seconds before the break. I think, you know, consistency, as they say, hashtag consistency is key. I really do think it is. So the discipline and the, I'm not trying to wrap this up in a pretty little bow right now or anything, but just the consistency and the discipline, they go together like peanut butter and jelly. 
I like peanut butter and jelly. I do too. Yeah, it's yummy. All right, we're <laughs> going to take a break right now. Um, we'll be back in a few minutes with Mike DiMatteo, and we're going to get into more things about the shows and um, sex and relationships. Be back in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm here with my good friend and mentor. You are a mentor oh, to me, Mike DiMatteo, who I forgot to give a proper introduction oh, to, yeah, yeah. but Mike has worked on Survivor. Super Nanny, Super Nanny and The Apprentice. So this is just not your normal guy here sitting here with me. And we were making videos for YouTube back in 2010. 2010. 
So, and by the way, that reminds me, um, you could find this show. If you're not listening live, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts, please rate, review, subscribe, um, leave me a five-star rating. And also you can find me so you can see what me and Mike look like together and that I'm wearing pink today instead of black. Um, for my two-year anniversary and 98th episode, what am I going to wear for my 100th episode? Maybe orange and pink. A I don't gown. know. Uh, maybe wear a gown. Um, and we were going to, oh, so you can go to YouTube, Jody Harrison Bauer, and subscribe there. Um, and you can see what I look like and my guests look like and what we look like on Zoom. And hopefully, um, I'll be doing more in-person interviews. Yeah. So one of the things we were, we were going to talk about sex and relationships, but um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about talking about it. I'm like, what are we going to say about sex and relationships? Then if my wife listens to this, she's going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you're like I'm talking not a, too much, which so, I always get in trouble for. So, so, you know what? The thing about sex and relationships is that um, they're both two really different things, or they could be involved in a relationship. So there's sex alone and then there's relationships. So I guess my point of bringing this up was that I have people on my show that love to talk about sex, how to improve your sexual relationship, whether it's getting a handle on your hormones, whether it's getting, I my guest last week, Lee Jagger was talking about rocking the bedroom. Like what can you do to give yourself more confidence? So if you're a female and you're in a heterosexual relationship and you're not totally secure about how to pleasure your man. And it's not just about him getting the pleasure, but the two of you enjoying the pleasure yourself. Sometimes if we have more confidence in the bedroom, we could rock it out better versus being insecure. And we were also talking about confidence before the break. And it's always promising yourself something you're going to do that gives you the confidence. So whether it's Mike being consistent and being disciplined, those things to me bring somebody more confidence. So if it's in the bedroom and you're consistently working on something together, then that brings you to a more confidence couple and let's go, let's go and have more sex. Yeah. The confidence there. I, I don't even know when I developed it. I was much different when yeah. I was younger. When did you lose your virginity? Uh, what was 19? Oh, okay. So you weren't I, that young. Oh, no. no. I, I waited a while. I was 22. Yeah. 22, not 22, not 20 also, but 22, <laughs> 22 years two, old. Two. Yes. But the, all those things, all these things are similar. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I yes. think like if you're talking about sex, like you got to try different things. You yeah. got to experiment. You, you got to figure things out. Right. You got to listen to, to your partner, whether it's it's verbal or whether it's nonverbal or, or whether it's words or noises. Right. And Correct. things like that. Like you got to language. Yeah. You got you got to take that into consideration. So whether it's business or whether we're talking about sexual relationships or just relationships yeah. in general, you, these the it's like it's like the same 10 things that go into all these things. I think we just overcomplicate it because in one, there's feelings involved, but there's also feelings involved in business. People don't want to get that, you know, not, not sexual feelings, but just emotions that uh, always come up. I don't like that. I try and keep it very emotionless because it's like, Hey, look, we're just trying to make money here. Yes. Like, okay. But listen, <laughs> wait. Okay. So 
See, I knew we could talk about sex and relationships well, we without can. without talking about actual sex. Well, I can make a scrotums, penis, vaginas. We don't need sure. to bring up all those words. Not that they're yucky words or anything, but um, we didn't. But you're right. That's why I want to talk about it, because everything that I talk about on the show, whether it's sex, hormones, business, money, relationships, dating, sex, being whatever you are and wherever you are in life in any type of relationship or wherever you're living it all has to do with if it's something's going to be successful, we need to feel a little confident in what confident. we're doing. But no, you can't be over emotional. Oh, okay. So I want to, this is not <laughs> this something, is, this is this not is something where we go. I wasn't go. going to really talk about. Well, here we go. <laughs> so Mike is a very, um, as you can hear in his voice, Mike is a very excitable person. That's for sure. Um, I think you're really emotional. And so you started telling me before we got on the air, you know, oh, you know, I'm not very emotional or I I'm, listen and like, I'm like, what? It depends what emotion you're seeing. If you're seeing, I see a lot of, I've seen you so angry that it scares the shit out of me. I've been told that you've been mean to me. I've not been mean to you. You have, I've been real with you. You've taken it as me. <laughs> Yes, because I would never I'm be mean sensitive. to anybody. And I also wouldn't, like, I wouldn't I'm not waste. That sensitive. By the way, I'm not that sensitive anymore. Good, Can you because tell? you're confident now. Right. Right. But I was because telling I you. Because I took risks. Yeah, but I knew you were taking risks. And I was, basically, I was pissed because I was like, yo, I'm telling you, you're good. Yeah. Like, I know what good is. Okay. So stop listening to this guy, that person, or this other guy who thinks they know what they're talking yeah. about. All right. So I, we're not talking you know about I mean? me. We're talking like, about you talent. right now. Well, for yeah. me, yeah, I get excited because. Right. So there's the when it gets to that point. Mm -hmm. Usually I'm pissed off. Do you want to blow out that candle? I think the candle is bothering you. It probably is, but we're in the zone. here. Okay. All right. So, yeah, emotions. I'm like the Hulk. I hold a lot in. And then when it comes out, since when? when it comes out, I'm a maniac. Like I only see the maniac side of you. Like when you come into my house and you're mellow, I don't know who you are. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I think Blood, something's like today, wrong with you. Today I was pretty mellow. Right, you were very mellow. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm, I was like, I'm not oh. ready yet. Can you sit downstairs with my dog? Until because I, I needed to calm down because. Because you got a. I got a nail. I got a nail on my tire. Right. When the guy that I'm working with, he had to give his car back. Yeah. I just got this car back after three months of being in an accident and finally got fixed. And now I got a nail on the tire and I got a busy weekend of how, how am I going to get everywhere? Right. But I, looking at that, I was like, well, I'm already screwed. So I might as well just calm down. Right. But usually with other people, what gets me is because I feel like I've said this seven times. Mm. And now either we're getting it or like at some point, it's just like, what have you been doing? Have you been actually listening or no? Okay. So that's where <laughs> the emotion is. Right. But so, other than that, I want to have no emotions because it's it's like, hey, yeah, let's but go when get I, this done. But I, so do you think that it's helpful to be emotional in your business to be, to have a successful business? Do you think you don't need to emote? No, you need to emote at the right times. Okay. I think that's very helpful. I agree with you 100%. Like that. when you hang up the phone or when you're in a meeting and sometimes you just got to be like, I'm not putting up with this crap anymore. Right. Or, you know, the people that you're working with enough to know that you can have those kind of conversations or arguments mm-hmm. and it's going to get you to a better place. And after the fact, nobody cares. But if you're working with people that care, it's like, that's why I couldn't imagine in corporate America, not even having to work there. Any, right. 
right? Like I've always worked in this kind of television industry where people will rip, like in live TV, a director will rip your face off for getting something wrong. Really? And then move on to the next thing. Mm. And if you can't, like, if you miss an audio cue and everybody hears it, you might as well just suck it up and move on and get the next one right. Because the director's yelling and screaming in your ear. But if you take that personal, you're going to screw up every other one. So that reminds me, that was, I love that. Because you can't go back and change it, right? So if you miss that audio cue, you're it's over. It's live on the air. It's thousands of people. Right, like this. So it's, it's over. Correct. I try to explain to people like on Instagram that like I do this live radio show because most of the podcasts are pre-recorded and and edited. Correct. And this is live. (laughs) This is live. And I try to explain, you know, a few people have said to me, Jody, it's a podcast. I'm like, yes, it ends up being a podcast, but there is something exciting. And like, I love the adrenaline rush that we can't like, right. I like, I love this, which is why. I want to be a host on live TV. <laughs> Nationally. A national. Yes. Everybody that's looking for. Um, so because I love that feeling like you have to be on your game. And guess what? If you screw up, there's nothing that we can do. I mean, unless you have that second time, whatever not it even, is, but I not mean, even right. Like here, we don't have that. So um, what I was thinking about what you said was we were talking about sports because you're a big sports yeah. fan. You're a big NBA yeah. person. Right Celtics. Celtics. I don't like tonight. this. I don't like the Celtics. Good. We don't like anybody else either. But you're not from Boston. Why do we're you from Connecticut. Say? We get to pick I went to school whether, Boston, we, right? whether we want the Celtics or any of the Boston teams or the New York teams. Yeah, I like the New York Times. And teams. believe me, I get a, a but, lot of flack for that. Yeah, anyways. I did not know yeah. you were a Celtics. I'm very surprised about that. But anyway, um, so like in the NBA, like you can't go back and change. I've spoken to enough athletes to know that like if you are a um, an a professional player of any sport. If you screw up or something gets screwed up, a play gets screwed up, you can't go back. No. And their attitude is we can't go back. Like get you the just next one. like if we lost, we just look to the next game. We look to the next game. And I I've learned a lot, you know, one of the things I've done is in the last two years is learned a lot from my guests um with things like that because I'm one to um sit on something that maybe I used to, if I screwed up on something, I'd sit on it and right. sit on it and sit on it. And I totally. don't do that anymore. And that's surprising. So anybody who knows me, right. Has known that I do it's that. Good. Right. And so one of the things I also, in the past year, this year has been really tough. I lost my mom at the end of December. She passed away the day after my birthday. Um, it was a holiday season. My birthday is December 27th for anybody who wants to, um, Fellow Capricorn. Well, we, have, we have that in common now, too. Wait, what? My brother was oh, that's right. three days before mine. Oh, I didn't know it was three days before oh, yeah. yours. I didn't that was the first time I saw him actually oh. in a casket. <laughs> it's not easy. It's for sure. So I started dancing. I started taking uh, Latin ballroom dancing. And one of the things that you learn is that you, if you screw up a step, I'm doing the cha-cha. And if I miss that turn, you can't go back and change. You can't no. go, excuse me, judges. I screwed that up. I, yeah, I, I'm going to go back. Rewind. And you can't even you can't even have that panic look. You can't go back. No, you can't go back. So I think um, I think what people need to understand about life is like, give yourself that break. You took that risk. You took that chance. You might have screwed up. But every time we screw up, we learn something. And we also gain the confidence 
that um, we can try harder to do it better. Well, I mean, but it's not for me personally, it's not spending the time on something I could have done because it's gone. Well, you'll get, and you'll get another opportunity to do it differently. Well, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, more, more, more than likely you will. I mean, if you're talking about something in this game of, of being on air live, right. you'll get another shot. You're going to have another episode, right? Unless you have the catastrophic one. Right, and, which I'm not. You know, but we've right. seen that in the media. And, yes. And for all the media's issues. But when you look at these people that are on TV for that long and being that perfect, and whether they're reading a teleprompter or going right. live, whether you're talking about somebody on the news like uh, Anderson Cooper, or you're talking about uh, a Brian Williams, or you're talking about a Rush Limbaugh, you're going out there and you're going to, like, you can't make mistakes. Right. And it's unbelievable. Or you look at, uh, what's her name? Uh, Simone Biles from the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Like, that's that's in the, that you're going out and performing every four years. I mean, that's a ridiculous amount of pressure. Yeah, so when you have a, a, a mess up or an injury or a problem like she had, anybody getting on her for d- doesn't realize the level of which she has to attain at every time she went out there. Right. Like the 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 the, the bar was so high. And I think we talked about this. We did. But the bar was so high. The bar is so high for some of these types of professions. Right. That it just becomes eventually you do, you miss the the play. You, you make the mistake and you just hope it's not catastrophic. And I actually think that they could move on faster if they didn't have the media following them them around. So maybe Simone would have been able to like deal with what was going on but in your ta- life with her you're talking about not just difficulty but you're talking about danger right you know it's different if you're like michael jordan or kobe or larry Bird right or Magic, right right because you're not dealing with danger necessarily but with her right when you're that high in the air doing those not so things like that crazy stuff That's- like you're not just dealing with i need to be perfect you're dealing with scary and fearful things. right and and right. that's where you know that fear can really come in but even on air like you know, it takes people a long time to get back out there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's suddenly you start thinking about everything you're saying rather than just going with. Well, then you're yeah, right. You get in your own head, but, but I think it, it, it's whether it's people on air at those levels that we were talking about, or whether it's my ass on the couch, not going to the gym. Enough, yeah. You need to, we need it's, to win. it's literally like, like, what, what are you doing to get better? So let's talk about that. What if somebody wanted to get better at something or start something? My suggestion as a coach for a very long time um, is that you figure out what is it that you want to accomplish? So is it, let's take you, for example, is it that you want to feel stronger in your body? It's not about building big muscles. You're not a big guy. Um, It's about building the strength so you feel good walking around in your body every day. Well, here we go. So what are we on? Episode 98. And you're telling me that you're consistent. So I'm going to tell you right now uh, some of the loose goals I have. Yeah. And maybe on another 50 episodes okay. or whatever it is, All right, we'll we figure out, out if I actually did. Okay. Yes. Get my body stronger so I can handle my old ass age yeah. as it gets there. So young. Right? Yes. Yeah. But, but if you but feel the, the lack of hip strength and mobility that I've lost, it's, it, that's a big deal. 
right. when, when you get to 50, 60, 70, 80, right? Yeah. We're dealing with that with my father-in-law right now, right? Right, like, right. right. You I get to those ages, and I can't get up. Yeah, and that's why like, I teach um, functional strength and right. core strength. That's what you need to focus on. And then on. I want to get the business functional where, where the back end is managed and I can take, I can get less crazy and worry about either more sales, more creativity, that kind of thing. Well, you're, the, so, you're the, you're the thinking guy, you know, but you're also, you are the functional guy. You've right, got, you've got to keep the wheels turning right now. So that's, so I, I want to get those things. So I'm developed and I have things working in an automated type fashion where I can get people to help and alleviate some of my insanity mm-hmm. so I can spend more time with my family and right. put more effort into that because obviously I'm trying to, and then try and figure out how to get away with the distractions or make the distractions less. Right. So we were talking about distractions. Right. And I'm going to have you on the show in like 10 episodes okay. and we're going to do a follow-up on this. All right. um, the distractions. One of the things, somebody just recently asked me how I deal with the distractions um, and how I stay so focused on my goals. And it's not always easy, no, but I'm- for sure. I've gotten very, very, very good at putting the blinders on sort of like what I did when I got ready for fitness shows that even with, you know, with, with my show here and at my studio is putting the blinders on. So when I'm at the studio and I'm training a client, I'm just in the zone. I'm not thinking about all the the things when I'm here, I'm in the zone and what I've done, because I think I've actually gotten smart enough to do that is I finally have hired good people to help me with the shit I don't do well. Right. Right. So the key <laughs> I, so is that, that's the essence of what I need to do. Right. That's I need what to you figure need out to do. the shit I don't do well and figure right. out either how to make that. Thank you, Seth. Um, so yes. So I think what we what you need to do is make a plan and figure out how you're going to get there. It's seeing the forest through the trees. It's seeing the tunnel at the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, here's my big one. Okay. This thing. The phone. And so the, the distractions. And the, and the email. Because when I'm in editing a project, because I still do that. Like, that's what I love. Like, like I don't want to be the right? manager all the time. Like, I, know. I need to, I need, like, that's, that's, and I think that's what makes me and my business successful. Right? But I can't do it all the time. No. But when I do it, I got to get in the zone. So I got to throw the phone down. Yes, you do. I got to throw the email away. I'm going to give you a tip right now. And that's the problem with being in the apartment. Okay. I'm going to give you, I'm (laughs) going to give you a tip right now that I learned from um, a group that I'm in. So it's called the Pomodoro method. Did I tell you about this? No. Okay. I've shared it with a bunch of people. You do something for 25 minutes. So you put the phone timer on your phone, 25 minutes, and you do that task for 25 minutes. When the buzzer goes off, maybe you're not finished. You put it back on, or maybe you go to the bathroom, make a cup of coffee, call your wife, whatever it is that you need to do, and then put it back on 25 minutes. Yeah. And keep doing those things so you don't get bothered by those distractions. And I do that with almost everything that I do because I I have a hard time staying focused and those, but we can't accomplish anything if we don't eliminate or reduce those distractions. My big thing is that like you looking at stocks or whatever well, it is, well, those trades right. that so you I do. Have, and I have that side. So Right, right. And that side's been actually very good last year. This year, it's been an up and down swing like you wouldn't believe. But that's also like a side hustle that you do. So Well, yeah, but it's 
Right. So it's a distraction, but it's something that you do to my biggest problem. Like yesterday I had a great day. Somehow Daniela was home from school. Jessica was there mm-hmm. and the market for me was going in the right direction because mm-hmm. I'm short a lot of stuff. So yesterday was a big, big day mm-hmm. and I didn't have to pay attention to it. And somehow I got in the zone with them being here and I edited and I like, I killed wow. it. Like if I just have that three hour window, that's why like after dinner and seven 30 hits, like my wife goes to bed really early. My daughter, daughter goes, goes to, to bed, bed early. early. So by eight o'clock, but now I'm spending eight to 11 in the zone. But that's eight to 11. I know. I get the you know? same thing. So it's my, like, why can't I do that during the, the work day? It's hard. Because everybody else well, is doing right, all Well, right, right. So you have to know that consistently you're going to work from eight to 11 or nine until 12 but then and that, do that right, work. But that takes its toll after you do that for three, four, five days. You're 42 years old. Cut it out. Yeah, but I'm not, I don't, I really don't have that ability to I'm so mad. I just told like you to I cut it to. out. Yeah. Cut it out. But I, but I, I, I wish I could, but I, I don't have that. I can stay up to I do. God awful hours and get up the next day and be functional, especially with the kid. I know. I know. So listen, we have like three minutes left. That's it. We had a lot of things that we wanted to talk about, but I want to sort of wrap this up a little bit. I want to thank everybody for listening for 98 episodes and for two years. And I am so excited to bring you more and more guests that will educate, empower entertain and inspire you. And hopefully Mike and I did that today. Hopefully you picked up something. We had so many things we want to talk about, but I think we hit on the discipline, the distractions, the determination, the confidence. Um, And, you know, by the way, when I talk about taking those risks, that takes courage. So if you do have those goals, don't give up, don't get, don't get bummed out on yourself for not reaching them. You have a whole life ahead of you, whether you are in your 20s or you're 61 like me, you can do it. Um, fearlessly authentic. Mike, what does fearlessly authentic mean to you? What does it mean for you to live and be fearlessly authentic? You've got about 45 seconds. Take shots. Go after things. Take the little steps because those will make the big steps. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody stop you specifically yourself. Love that. Um, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I think we stop ourselves from doing things and, and know that it's not all going to happen at once. And, and like you said, we have a long life. Like, I, you know, I, I can segment my life already in only 42 years into different little career yeah. steps or, or even just, just different little pods. So always figure out what's next. What can I do next? You don't have to change everything, but it's like, you're taking up the dancing. Yeah. Right. I take it up now. How do I function, make my life functional? You know, got back on the tennis courts. Like it doesn't have to be all at once. You can't do it all at once. It's the same thing. I can't go put 50 pounds of muscle on at once. No, you I can't start with right. three curls. So it's steps. It's little steps. It's what I trust the process, not the prize. Trust the process, yeah, not the prize. I like that. I like that too. And yeah. I don't think I made that up. I think I took it from somebody else, but um, thank you very much. Congratulations to me Congratulations for, for to two you. years and Absolutely. we got to go and I'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, go live a fearlessly authentic life. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific time and 4 p.m. Eastern time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.